Thank you for listening to the podcast today. This episode was brought to you by Anchor. What is Anchor? Well, let me explain. Not only is it free, but there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. On top of that, Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and oh, so many more. But wait, there's more. Anchor has so much faith in you as a podcaster that they would love to be your first sponsor, even before your first subscriber. Download Anchor today from the iOS or Android store, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Remember, it's all you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, thank you for listening, and have a great day. Welcome to the one o'clock upload of Inside Four Walls, folks. There has been quite a number of spicy updates with the Alec Baldwin case. One being, well, A, it was a live round. It was a live fire. It was a real firearm. That came out. Uh, the prop manager was an inexperienced diversity hire, literally with ungodly fucking Billy Eilish thought hair. And... All that can be for a different episode. No. Something interesting has, uh... An interesting connection has come through my desk. I'll just give you the headline. Alec Baldwin's shooting victim was wife of Latham and Watkins' lawyer. Now, what's so special about that, you may ask? Well... I have another article to read for you. That article being, Lawyers whose firm represented Clinton campaign indicted on special counsel investigating Russia probe. Mr. Sussman has committed no crimes. Attorney Sean Borowski, Berkowitz, and Michael Bosworth of law firm Latham and Watkins said. Hmm... Interesting connection. Alec Baldwin and the Clintons have gone way back. They've been friends for some few decades now. To the point where Alec Baldwin is essentially a mouthpiece for Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party. And now the woman who got shot was married to a law firm that has had multiple people arrested. With connections to Hillary Clinton. Welcome to the one o'clock upload of Inside Four Walls. Without any further ado, let's get into it. So, you guys know me. I am very conspiracy minded, and I am happy to have this story before anyone I know has talked about it yet. But, like, a good Quentin Tarantino movie, if there are any, (laughs) we have to go into the past a little bit. Revisit a story we covered on this podcast a little over a month ago now. Lawyer whose firm represented Clinton campaign indicted by special counsel investigating Russia probe. He faces a single charge of making a false statement to the FBI. Article by Alexander Mullen, published September 16th, 2021. And we will go from here into the interesting article. And I want 
you guys to draw connections if you think there are any. A lawyer whose firm represented Hillary Clinton's campaign during the 2016 presidential election was indicted Thursday by a special counsel of John Durham on a single charge of making a false statement to the FBI. Michael Sussman, an attorney for Perkins Coie law firm who previously represented the Democratic National Committee following the hacking of its servers by Russia during the 2016 campaign, something we found out is outright not fucking true, never happened. Uh, actually, we found out since then, we'll talk about this in one of my deep dive episodes, we found out that Hillary Clinton was actually the one benefiting from Russia hacking. Go figure. Anyway, hacking of its servers by Russia during the 2016 campaign is accused of lying, quote, about the capacity in which he was providing allegations to the FBI, end quote. When he met with a top lawyer from the Bureau in September 2016 and provided him information about potential ties between Russia Bank and computer servers in the Trump Organization, Quote, specifically, Sussman stated falsely that he was not doing his work on the aforementioned allegations for any clients, which led the FBI General Counsel James A. Baker to understand that Sussman was acting as a good citizen merely passing along information, not as a paid advocate or political operative, end quote, prosecutors write in the indictment. The alleged they, in, they allege instead that Sussman intentionally misled the FBI general counsel because he was acting at the time on behalf of an unnamed tech executive and U.S. or, quote, U.S. Internet Company, end quote, and Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. Prior to his indictment Thursday, Sussman's attorneys provided a statement to ABC News maintaining his innocence, quote, <laughs> Mr. Sussman has committed no crime, end quote. Attorneys Sean Berkowitz and Michael Bosworth of the law firm, law firm Latham and Watkins said, quote, any prosecution here would be baseless, unprecedented, and unwarranted, a deviation from, a, from the apolitical principled way in which the Department of Justice is supposed to do its work. It's funny, under this administration, quote, we are confident that if Mr. Sussman is charged, he will prevail at trial and vindicate his good name, they added. Durham was appointed by, uh, by former Attorney General William Barr in May of 2019 to investigate allegations of misconduct by members of the FBI and the intelligence community. In their investigation, the potential ties between Russia and former President Donald Trump's 2016 campaign for the presidency before his resignation, Barr appointed Durham as special counsel, extending his tenure into the Biden administration, which, weirdly enough, is actually a lifesaver, go figure. While Durham's probe has long since lapsed, the total duration of former special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation prior to Thursday, he had yielded only one indictment against a low-level FBI lawyer who admitted to doctoring an email used in seeking surveillance against the former aide to Trump's campaign. The lawyer, Kevin Kleinsmith, was sentenced to probation earlier this year. Durham has been tasked with creating a report outlining his findings. 
though it will be up to the Attorney General Merrick Garland to determine whether to make these findings public. Garland has said publicly he has no intention of interfering with Durham's work. The indictment allegations, sorry, the indictment alleges Sussman began in 2016 working with a U.S. tech tech executive and other cyber researchers in coordination with the Clinton campaign to assemble, quote, white papers, end quote, on a potential communications channel between Trump Organization and Russia-owned Alpha Bank. Sussman later provided Banker with the documents in the September in a September 19, 2016 meeting, where he alleged to have made the false statement about who he was acting on behalf of at the time. The connections were later examined by the FBI, but not sustained. In a 2017 deposition with House lawmakers, Sussman said he requested the meeting on behalf of a client who was a cybersecurity expert that held data he said showed ties between Alpha Bank and the Trump Organization, according to a source familiar with the matter. His legal team denied the, denied in meeting with Durham's team that his meeting with Baker was coordinated on behalf of members of Clinton's campaign. The meeting between Sussman and Baker occurred more than a month after the FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation, looking into whether people associated with the Trump campaign were coordinating wittingly or unwittingly with Russia's government efforts to interfere with the 2016 campaign election was opened on July 1st. <laughs> Days earlier, on July 27, 2016, then-candidate Trump said publicly at a campaign event, quote, Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the more than 30,000 emails that are missing. <laughs> uh much like all of Hillary Clinton's uh, political aspirations, you should check the trash. Quote, this was an apparent reference to Clinton's emails that had been stored on a private server during the time she had served as Secretary of State. In spring of 2016, Russia's military intelligence has hacked into the computer networks of Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee and the Democratic National Committee. Emails and documents stolen by the by Russians had already been leaked in June and July of 2016, and Trump continued to encourage more leaks as they continued throughout the campaign. The New York Times, which first reported news of Durham's plans to seek an indictment against Sussman, also reported that Garland has declined to overrule Durham's decision. Sussman's legal team has, has communicated to Durham's team that they believe his case will fall apart under scrutiny for several different reasons, a source said. They have noted that Sussman's alleged statements to Baker was made nearly five years ago and in a private meeting with no witnesses, and they argue that statements identified by Durham as immaterial and that they likely have had no significant in impact on any actual investigation being conducted by the FBI at this time. In the indictment, however, prosecutors can contend the statement was material, quote, because among other reasons, Sussman's false statement misled the FBI general counsel and other FBI personnel concerning the political nature of his work 
and deprive the FBI of information that might have permitted a more fully might have permitted it more fully to access and uncover the origins of the relevant data and technological analysis, including the identities and motivations of Sussman's clients. Sussman's clients being Hillary Clinton and her campaign. So, with this article, keep in mind that keep in mind this attorney right though it's not written here in front of me we can safely assume hillary clinton put her attorney up to lying to the fbi acting as a concerned citizen of the country hiding the fact that he was hillary clinton's lawyer to demonize and kick off the first wave which would turn into the two and a half year debacle that was russiagate <laughs> And last month, he went down in flames. And the law firm for which his attorney's from was Latham and Watkins. Now we move on from there to the next article. From Reuters, Alec Baldwin's shooting victim was wife of Latham and Watkins' lawyer. This, folks, is where I want you to put your tinfoil hats on. Make sure they're snug, because you're going to need them. Article by David Thomas. Two bullet points. Heliana Hutchins was killed by killed when Baldwin discharged a it's not a prop firearm. We know it to be a real firearm. Quote and the second point is her husband Matt Hutchins is a M and A lawyer in Los Angeles. October twenty third. October twenty three. The husband of Helena Hutchins, the cinematographer who was fatally shot by actor Alec Baldwin with a real gun. You keep using the word prop here, but uh, that's a real firearm. It's not a prop. Uh, Shot by actor Alec Baldwin with a prop gun on Thursday is a corporate lawyer in Latham and Watkins Los Angeles office. Matt Hutchins joined Latham as an associate this year. Earlier, he was an in-house lawyer at an entertainment company and participated in Kirkland and Ellis and Skecton. A-R-P-S Slate. Uh, Meager and Flom. According to his LinkedIn profiles, quote, our loss is enormous, Hutchins said on Twitter last Friday. Hutchins told news outlets earlier in the day that he had spoken with Baldwin and said the actor was supportive. Well, you know, if a dude killed your wife, I would hope he'd be supportive. The actor was supportive. He could not be immediately reached for comment. A Latham spokesperson denied to comment. Declined to comment. My apologies. Helena Hutchins was killed when Baldwin discharged a prop firearm on the set of his western movie Rust in New Mexico. The Santa Fe Sheriff's Department said it is investigating the incident, which also left the film director Joel Souza injured and hospitalized. They don't have that. He is hospitalized. 
And how can you call it a prop gun in the same sense you admit that a projectile flew from the barrel and killed a woman and hospitalized another? And just to add a little bit to this, I've covered this in the previous episode on this topic. That gun had two misfires that week. Multiple people had reached out to acting guilds and unions and complained about the work conditions on that film. We also know that they were more concerned about COVID-19 concerns than they were about actual safety. On top of that, we now know that the lady who was in charge of the prop gun was an amateur and is written down as a diversity hire. Tragic. Baldwin posted on social media Friday that he was in shock, writing, quote, My heart is broken for her husband, their son, and all who knew and loved Helena. That is the most scripted, white bread apology I can imagine an actor trying to save his ass might say. Hutchins, 42, who was accidentally who was originally from Ukraine and grew up on a Soviet military base in the Arctic Circle, once worked as an investigative reporter in Europe, according to her website. An investigative journalist from Ukraine married to a lawyer who worked in a law office has had multiple multiple people arrested in connection to Hillary Clinton ends up getting shot on a movie set and dying an investigative journalist married to a person who works for a law office with ties to the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Clinton Foundation dead well, it must be easier when this happens instead of sneaking in and helping them commit suicide. Hmm. And she's from Ukraine and was an investigative journalist. Now, who is Hillary Clinton's friend who's currently president with a son who had sketchy business dealings in Ukraine? It's weird how Ukraine keeps popping up in stories revolving Hillary. And again, the story doesn't originally involve Hillary, but now Hillary's found her way into this story, too. Fascinating. She graduated from the American Film Institute in 2015 and was selected as one of American cinematographers' rising stars in 2019, according to her website biography. Hmm. That is a very... Interesting little ditty, is it not, folks? And that also is the end of that article. Huh. Alec Baldwin, friend of the Clintons, anti, big, big anti-gun guy, hates guns, they're evil, yet routinely plays a character who uses a gun as a good guy to stop bad guys with guns. By the way, go on Google, type Alec Baldwin holding a gun, and you will not find any official pictures of Alec Baldwin holding up a gun, but you use a Wayback Machine, and you do the same thing, you will find all sorts of pictures of him holding a gun. Quite, uh, fascinating how that, uh, works. But, 
there's something very fishy about the story, right? Like, it's not just me. Lady married to a lawyer who works for a law firm that has had other lawyers arrested and indicted. These lawyers all having ties to Hillary Clinton. Huh. There's no way that Hillary... And if you want... And since there's liberals out there saying that a Trump supporter snuck on the set and put a real bullet in this real gun to make Alec Baldwin look bad, I have no problem coming out here and saying, I wonder if perhaps this was a setup so this woman would be killed and send a message to Sussman saying, shut the fuck up. It's a weird thought. But again, you'd have to be open to the idea of conspiracy theories and allowing life to be a little bit more colorful than it might actually be. That being said, I've been your host, James Madison. Thank you for stopping by on today's episode of Inside Four Walls. I will see you again very soon on the other side of this great divide. Peace and love be with you and your family, and I wish you guys all a great rest of your day.